Welcome to a special extra ultra edition of Set Piece Menu. Um, I say extra because it's extra. I say ultra because it's more. And we are very grateful for your company um, because we decided to do an extra one like we did with the best of the rest Premier League Select 11 a few months ago. Such was the level of discourse. And I don't mean intellectually. I mean just amount uh, that we wanted to reflect it in an extra podcast. This subject was the SPMPL. We asked you a few weeks ago if you would like to contribute your 20 teams that if we were to press reset on the English top flight, which 20 teams would best reflect the English game in terms of current standing and also historical relevance, trophy cabinets as well, but also, and for me, most importantly, that you would have a geographical spread of those teams to be able to reach every corner of the country. So thank you to everybody for getting involved, not only on email, setpiecemenu at gmail.com, but also at setpiecemenu on Twitter. Andy Hinchcliffe, who is uh, still in Portugal, has contributed his 20 teams. And we use that as a jump off point for some extra correspondence that we had from you over the last couple of weeks. So with that in mind, here's a reminder of what Chinch wants in his SPMPL. Chinch. Yes. I think we're all happy, aren't we? Mm. Certainly amongst the group, and quite a lot of the correspondence has dictated this too, that we've got, say, 15 definites that everybody yeah, seems to agree with. We'll yeah. just run through yeah, them go quickly. Through, yeah, yeah. United City, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, West Ham, Newcastle, Sunderland, Leeds, Sheffield, Wednesday, Wolves, Villa, Forest. Now, that caters for your geographical spread. So, is that 15? No, that's 15. 15. Northwest, Northeast, London, and Midlands. Now, yeah. what we can say is that there'll be one extra Midlands team to make it four out of all of those main areas, not only of the country, but also uh, football representation. Yeah. And now we're going to add in a couple of the peripheral geographical areas and try and pick some of the best clubs to represent our... If everything was reset, which would be the best 20 teams to represent England? Now, we're going to add one from the South Coast. We're, we're Southampton. No, Southampton, so we're happy yes. to add. Southampton. Um, this is for you, obviously. Yep. Others may disagree. Yep. East Anglia. Uh, Ipswich. And now we've got a... Southwest slash Wales. Ooh, this is this is this is where it gets tricky. And this, this has been the hot, hot, contentious yeah. topic on so, Twitter in the last couple and of days. Antagonise loads of people, Chinch. If you're going yeah. to pick one of Bristol City, Cardiff, or Swansea, which would you like to pick? Bristol City. Bristol City, and then we're going to add in one from Lancashire. Yes. So we've got, for example, Burnley, Blackpool, Preston, Blackburn, Preston, Preston. So those are the twenty teams that uh, Chinch. Oh no, you wanted one other Midlands club, which is uh, Derby. <laughs> Rory's immediately not happy. Given where Chinch now spends all of his time, I'm surprised that he's not included Benfica Sporting and Porto. <laughs> Listen, if you want to do a European Super League conversation, then we'll do that. We, we will do that. Yeah. We will do that. I've forgotten what the name of the local team is in Lagos, which is which would have been Chinch's. Is, local is, is team. it not Morirense? Is that? that I thought there was that an Esperanza or something. Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. Port- yeah. Port- and they've maybe? got a, they've got a team in Faro. Es- Esperanza de Lagos or something, something along those like lines. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we have um, decided. Um, amongst ourselves, but also uh, the figures bear it out, that there are 15 definites. And uh, as we said to Chinch, those 15 definites are pretty non-negotiable. I think we're all agreed around the table. Um, incidentally, we are at Steve's. I didn't do it. This is what we do with the extra stuff. We, th- we rip up the rule book. We, do. we don't do anything in order. Uh, so thank you very much indeed uh, to Steve for hosting us. We have those 15 non-negotiables, and then we are asking everybody to provide five 
that might augment them into 20 and Chinch went for Derby Ipswich, Southampton, Bristol City and Preston, i.e. an extra one from the Midlands, one from East Anglia, one from the South Coast, one representing South Wales and the South West, which goodness me, that was a problem. And one extra one from Lancashire, bearing in mind the catchment area, but also the significance of that part of the country on the game of football. Steve, was everybody okay with a 15? I am suggesting that they are. Am I right? Yeah, in a rare example of us actually having our finger on the pulse of popular <laughs> footballing opinion, yes, the 15 teams that we identified as effectively being non-negotiable were the 15 most selected teams by those who submitted their 20 via Twitter and email. I can quibble with two of them. Which on, two then. would you like to quibble with? Wolves. And bear in mind that you are against the national You're opinion. immediately putting <laughs> your head above the parapet here. I think we've established, as, and I've done this joke before, that mob rule is not always right. <laughs> 52% of people might think whatever they like. It doesn't mean they're not wrong. Um, Wolves, I think you should, you should probably make a case, could you not, that West Brom, just because they've been in it so consistently in recent years, West Brom might be able to edge out Wolves. I, I would probably, on, on a history basis, go for Wolves, but West Brom, I think there's a reasonable case for. Uh, and Sheffield Wednesday would probably just head edge it ahead of Sheffield United but again I wouldn't say there's a vast amount between those two well it is up to you to provide five more so you can add West Brom you can add Sheffield United but then it would have to be at the expense of other parts of the country it certainly would be which by my rules my game my rules toys out of the pram that you must adhere to the geographical spread so We'll come to Rory's selections in just a moment because we want to belittle them as much as we want to belittle everybody else's. But Steve, what was the consensus, the mathematical consensus of our SPMPL 20 teams? So we know the 15. Who are the extra five? The extra five by volume of votes were, in no particular order, Southampton, Derby, Blackburn, Leicester and Portsmouth. So there would be two South Coast clubs and nothing from the South West. No Wales, no Bristol City, no Plymouth, which again, no. we have to say, catchment area should be part Get of this conversation. Get good crowds at home park as well. Um, but uh, nobody, nobody's gone for that. So I would immediately say that our SPMPL does not have enough geographical spread. But well, thank you very much indeed, everybody, for contributing. <laughs> I, I, think the, I think the only major problem I've got with that is that I don't think you can I don't think there's a justifiable reason for two South Coast clubs. I don't think you can have Southampton and Portsmouth in that twenty because there are you're you're effectively in doing in making that decision, if that was the decision that you reached, you would be forgetting entirely about East Anglia and the southwest of England and of course South Wales, where there's two clubs of a significant size. So Derby and Leicester were both in the most popular Derby five. Derby and Leicester, Blackburn, Southampton. So I, you would say potentially that having three teams from the East Midlands, mid-up country, is, is, is excessive given the population. However, Leicester as recent champions, and also because they have, you know, they are a big traditional one-club one city, I think Leicester you can make a case for. Forest obviously are non-negotiable, we've established that. And I think Derby is quite a compelling case as well. It's a proper football town. It's Huge, huge history. Uh, champions of England at one point. I think you can. I'd, I'd include Southampton certainly. Uh, definitely include Leicester, and I think I could be persuaded to add in Derby. Right. So here's the problem that we had. Per- firstly, with everybody, and secondly, with Chinch, who of course is very much one of everybody. You, that really sounds is. like we've got about 23 teams. Really we does. Must yeah. Only have 20. 20. I think something that was interesting from. 
people who submitted their selections was the desire for derbies, mm. which is why I think we saw a lot of Southampton and Portsmouth on the same list. So we saw a lot of Nottingham Forest and Derby on the same list. And there is that, there's, there's quite compelling arguments yeah. for that. You can see if you, were, if you were selling that as marketeers to whoever was going to be overseeing this competition, the idea that twice a season you could effectively have 10 derbies oh. across the course of the weekend, they'd absolutely love that. Rivalry re- weekend, we could call <laughs> we'd it. We'd call it. That's what we'd Rivalry call it. Rivalry weekend, yeah. which um, is all about the build-up and not about the games. Exactly. Um, but we have... Uh, a situation now which we will play through Rory as our set piece menu guinea pig Rory you have to pick Mm -hmm. one of Derby and Leicester I refuse to and West Brom okay you Mm. have to no hang on that makes it harder why did I say okay I have no idea (laughs) we have to pick out one team from East Anglia we have to pick out one team representing the South West and South Wales we have to pick out one team representing Lancashire so those are your parameters would you like me to help you with how the masses voted because as you've already established once you know how popular opinion has been formed you will effectively take the counterpoint exactly (laughs) that is how I work so more people voted for Derby than they did Leicester. More people voted for Southampton than they did Portsmouth. Mm. If we're looking at clubs who didn't quite make the top 20, but could still potentially be in consideration, there was a greater swell of support for Cardiff than there was for Swansea or Bristol City. And likewise, I was quite surprised that West Bromwich Albion didn't gather that much in terms of popular opinion they they for example game became behind the likes of Sheffield United Preston and Norwich it's interesting isn't it that, that West Brom I mean Wolves have a more glorious history than West Brom although there's not a vast amount in it it's interesting that Wolves have got this kind of tide of sleeping giant whereas West Brom are sort of small town club doing well it's interesting the, the perception of those two teams is so different given that they are in terms of in so many ways I mean, not interchangeable but they, they're very similar clubs in in their stature um in terms of Southampton, Portsmouth, Southampton feels like a top-flight club in a way that Portsmouth doesn't. So I think Southampton, I would say, I would in fact have said Southampton should be non-negotiable as a as a. Well, Steve actually had 16 non-negotiables and included Southampton, and was part of a very fiery mm. debate that was prompted by a gentleman called Paul Abandonato, who was abandoning all logic, according to quite a lot of people on Twitter. What what did Paul have to say, and why did it get everybody hot under the collar? Well, Paul is head of sport at Wales Online. Hello, he got Paul. involved in the debate making some very, very compelling arguments for the inclusion of Cardiff. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, as the capital city of Wales, and Welsh teams uh, do qualify to play in the English football pyramid. But, but should they? That is an entirely different discussion, which we can have a little bit later on when we reflect upon the possible inclusion of teams from Scotland. Paul also made some compelling points about the population in Cardiff, the potential fan base, and how having a top-flight team would bring out a large amount of support for football in a city which has proven itself capable of hosting major sporting events. Cup finals, uh, international boxing, international cricket, Olympic events when the Olympics were staged uh, in London in 2012. So there was an awful lot of compelling arguments, but that brought people out uh, suggesting, well, hang on a second, but why is Cardiff's claim stronger than Swansea, who mm-hmm. have a, a greater history, uh, at least in recent history, of playing top flight football? Or indeed, just over the other side of the seven, Bristol. A bigger city than Cardiff, a significantly bigger population. Is Bristol bigger than Cardiff? Bristol is the fifth biggest city in the UK. It is the biggest city to have not had a top flight club during the Premier League era. So if you are basing it on population and the potential fan base, 
then the claim of Bristol was actually greater over Cardiff. But it was an interesting debate. Lots of people were getting involved. And then Paul said something that was a little bit crazy. (laughs) Did he light the touch paper? What did Paul say? As Paul was challenged about Cardiff City, the football club's size, as to whether there was justification rather than Cardiff, the city, in terms of its size and population, Paul said, to give you an example, Cardiff is a bigger club than Southampton. Mm, no, it's not. Which seemed far-fetched. <laughs> yeah, that's and not that true. brought out an awful lot of other football fans who simply said, well, all these compelling reasons you've given for Cardiff, have, you have, you've effectively devalued your own argument mm. by suggesting that Cardiff, who've barely played any top-flight football in, in the last couple of generations, are bigger than a club who has been pretty much a mainstay of the top flight over the, the course of the same period. It's, it's, yeah. it's not um, unusual for a debate like this to basically turn into a mind's bigger than yours, which, of course, has been played out on the international geopolitical stage at the moment. So that's OK. Yeah. Why not? But it wasn't supposed to be. I, I understand why the emotion dictates that it might be like that, but it wasn't supposed to be a my club's bigger than yours. It was supposed to be divorcing yourself from the emotion, which I appreciate in a football discussion is very difficult Mm -hmm. indeed. And to sit back and go, okay, the 20 teams that best reflect the past, the current uh, situation in terms of uh, hierarchy and trophies and stature, but also to reflect the geographical spread. So you can have Cardiff and Southampton if you don't have Bristol City. So the thing with Bristol City is they have not been a top-flight team for an awfully long time. And that is the ultimate thing that counts against And them. Bristol is not traditional. I mean, obviously, City and Rovers are hugely passionately supported. Bristol does not feel like a football city in the way that Liverpool or Manchester is a football city. Bristol is a city where there are many things to do. You can go and walk along the bridge, that famous bridge they've got. There's, there's, they play rugby, I think. I feel, I feel like you've researched this the, before, uh, before the, listing the thing. There's cider. They have cider. And a parkway. So there's there's lots of options. Um, um, having I, been to Bristol a great many times, I love Bristol. And a having a very strong friend who li- lived in Bristol. Hang on, and in, in the sense that he is a good friend, or he will crush you. He will crush me. Correct His shoulders are so strong. Um, in fact, you sat next to him at my wedding, Tom. Oh, the actor. Um, yes, I liked him very much. Yes. He's, He's too not that good strong. looking. Too good looking to be from Bristol. <laughs> just, he was just too good looking. Well, having to be to Bristol is an incredibly beautiful, historic, wonderful city. Yeah. But is the argument about it being the fifth largest city in the UK enough to be able to get a Premier League side in our SPMPL? I don't know if it is. I don't know if Bristol has the, the footballing tradition to, to warrant a place automatically. It's interesting. I was, I was thinking it's interesting that neither Swansea nor Stoke seem to have picked up a lot of support, despite being. Premier League mainstays now for getting on for a decade and obviously in Stoke's case in fact in both cases it might change this year but that obviously in people's minds doesn't change opinions which is interesting Swansea only got 5% of the vote in terms of their inclusion Stoke similar and they were two of six current Premier League teams Huddersfield Brighton Crystal Palace and Burnley the others who didn't get anywhere near inclusion in our so we're, we're in Bur- our reset if were you like. Burnley lower in the percentage vote than Blackburn so and they yes, were, yes, Blackburn were in. Blackburn yep. were in. Yep. So you've got to pick, because we've not tied you down on anything, and Rory, the whole point is we're t- trying to tie it down. It is a conclusion pod, right. oh, it's one of, oh, not I don't a like continuation oh. pod. Mm. Cardiff, Swansea and Bristol, I think, in terms of size and what they, 
the team might mean in terms of significance having a Premier League team there at Cardiff. There is quite a good case for it. But Swansea have been in the Premier League for nearly 10 years in, and thus have a kind of tradition of top flight football that Cardiff don't. So I think if you, don't, if you have to choose, if it has to be one of those three, then it's probably Swansea. Right, Swansea. Yeah. Then we should go to um, Lancashire. Burnley, Blackpool, Blackburn or Preston? Chinch chose Preston because of their standing in the game throughout. Would you like to say Preston or would you err on the side of our listeners who said Blackburn? I think none of them because, although they're all great historical names and Blackpool, no, they're all great historical names. They're all relatively small towns, very close to each other. And although they all have huge history... I, I don't think if you're trying to if you're trying to make a, a case that you, you're taking into account sort of demographics and and sociographics and economics and stuff, I don't think you can make a case to have two teams in Manchester, two teams in Liverpool, and one other in in the Lancashire hinterland. It doesn't. Of those five, I'd probably say Blackburn, just because they have the most consistent history. Um, Preston haven't been in the top flight for a long time, but I would maybe say that a team like West Brom are more deserving than any of those, or even Coventry. I think we might have to have a team from Lancashire. I think we might need to part with the Manchester teams and the Merseyside. No, just in terms of the huge amount of votes that collectively right. the Lancashire teams got, there is clearly a, a, a prevailing view that Lancashire is a, is a footballing heartland that deserves inclusion in this 20. And, and you could argue that perhaps because there's so many teams, they, they split the vote a little bit. Mm, that's true. Blackburn did get a majority of the votes. So if we were going to go with popular opinion, they would be included. But I, I think there's, a, there's enough of a support for a Lancashire team that we, we shouldn't ignore that. We could perhaps argue over which team it is that gets included. In that case, Blackburn. Blackburn is fine. I, will, I am making a note as we go, because sure. quite a lot of people who are listening have no doubt forgotten where we are in this conversation. Absolutely. So we will do that. Let's just revert back very quickly to our Midlands conversation. We have a Midlands club that can be added to Wolves, Aston Villa and Forest. Would you like to add West Brom? Not if it's at the expense of Leicester or Derby, no. Which would you like out of Leicester and Derby? That's tough, really hard. Leicester's the one the title. I, I think again, just looking at the way that the, the the way that people selected their teams, the way that you know it, it panned out, I think you can have four teams from the Midlands, but I don't I don't think you can have a fifth. I think if we're looking for geographical spread, there was there was too much support behind teams from other parts of the country for there to be five from the Midlands so we'll uh, we'll go for Black for Rory's point of view he's made the point about having an extra Midlands club but we're going to say thank you very much for that point Rory and very much like a lot of people who have got in touch we're going to completely ignore you and we're going to have Blackburn and we're going to have Leicester Steve do you have any f- strong feelings that would suggest that we shouldn't be going down that route at the moment to add to our 15 we have Swansea we have Leicester and we have Blackburn and Southampton I'm happy with that. Happy with that. And very quickly, Ipswich or Norwich? So. <laughs> Not very quickly. Ipswich. Ipswich. Uh, because they won the title. My dad. Former. Former. Son of former. Son of former. Son of former Coventry. Son of, son of former Coventry and Birmingham left back Bernard Smith. Uh, when he retired, spent his time, part of his time, mainly gardening. He got very obsessed with the lawn. But he also in he set, doesn't. set up a website to indulge his love of football facts and figures. This is the same person who when they go on the internet they go, they go on the internet it's not a modern website <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it, it's a it's a kind of a slightly old-fashioned website but for my dad at 75 it's pretty impressive and he continually updates it every year and one of the things that he's done is worked out an average league position over the 127 seasons of league football uh, to get an all-time top 20 
which I thought I would introduce at this point. So I think we should finish on this point. Uh, so thank you very much indeed. We're, would you like the 20? We would like the 20. And bear in mind that our 20, our 15, have been augmented with Swansea, Southampton, Ipswich, uh, Leicester and Blackburn. In an all-time sense, and he's done tables from for all time from 1888 for the period from the end of the First World War when football became a lot more kind of sensible and the modern era which is from the end of the second world war but this is the all-time top 20 in terms of average lead position okay uh, finishing lead position finishing lead position yes. of the season the all-time champions of england liverpool football club congratulations liverpool you're in our top 20 second place arsenal two out of two everton manchester united aston villa tottenham hotspur chelsea manchester city newcastle united sunderland that's the 10 10 out of 10 so 10 out of 10 happy so far yeah West Bromwich Albion. Interesting. Uh, West Ham United. Yeah, 11 yeah. out of 12. Leeds United. 12 out of 13. Blackburn Rovers. Still going. Derby County. So Derby, that would suggest Derby over Leicester. Uh, Middlesbrough. We're, uh, we're included by a lot of people who live in the North East and wanted all three. Yes, we can run through some of the other interesting quirks in a moment. Historically, that would suggest that Middlesbrough weren't a place. Uh, Wolves. Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, here's, your, here's your Lancashire team, Bolton Wanderers. And sneaking in at 20th, Sheffield United. Three from Yorkshire. So there you go. I think that's, I think that's all well and good. And it's, it was com- <laughs> that's, it's compelling. That is such, all well and good is such a beautiful like, yeah. way of saying, I'm going to disregard everything you this, just said. That was one of those polite, uh, very <laughs> British problems kind of uh, slogans, wasn't it? It's, um, it informs the debate. Thank you very much indeed, yeah, Rory no, I think that, I think that's Mr. Right. Smith. But of course, if you're going back to the late 19th century when there are many, many clubs who have since become established who were in their infancy. Mm-hmm. That was part of the initial debate we had. Just how far back do you go into history to, to you know, to, to, cause, and Preston were an, an interesting yeah. element in that. Well, you know, that, do, do you go back to the early part of the 20th century and say, well, Preston were a huge club then, as were Blackpool, therefore they, they weren't inclusion. I, th- I think we've, we've got to, the passage of time has got to be a little bit more of a factor than... Than history, that, than, yeah. than that, that that table that dates back 130 years. Well, just so we all, I mean, that's not when he built the website. <laughs> no, no, no. The, um, just he, was, he, was write, he was still writing it down manually at that stage. Exactly, yeah, on, on papyrus. Uh, the, just so we're all clear, if you take it from the end of the First World War, the Leicester and Birmingham City entered the top 20. And if you take it from the end of the Second World War, the top 12 basically doesn't change. The same teams appear. Southampton sneak in since the end of the Second World War and Stoke. And Forrest, in fact. Forrest suddenly making an appearance since the, since the end of the Second World War. So, funnily enough, what that does is... It's confused in, in, matters enormously. It, it, it confused matters enormously in terms of a lot of people have a lot of things to imagine in their minds because they haven't got a chance to write it down. The but website is rough, R-U-F-F-F, that's F for Freddy, dot net. It's quite difficult to navigate, but it has been constructed with great love and my dad would appreciate the hits. And even even on your phone, it looks uh, actually... It, it does work rather, on your phone. Rather uh, impressive. I'll tweet out the link. Uh, there was a that few, was that was that was also, that was also dismissive. Dismissive. Oh, that, that's what we eat. How much how much more? Well and good. I'll tweet out the link. No, sorry, I'm now on to Steve. I've not had a chance to finish my pastry. Neither so have I. I. Kind of like trying to get move things. So yeah, there were a few uh, there were a few geographical quirks. We heard from some people. Hello, Matt Stafford, who wanted seven Northwest clubs. The great the, the, the two Manchester teams, the two Merseyside teams, both from East Lancashire, Blackburn and Burnley. And Bolton, I told him he couldn't have that. There were quite a few who wanted six or seven teams from London, including some who wanted Fulham and Crystal Palace. I had to politely tell them, 
that was certainly not going to happen. And there were also those based in the northeast. Hello to you who wanted Newcastle, Sunderland and Middlesbrough because clearly they have an awful lot of travelling to do. So they wanted at least some local games. Understandable, but not going to happen. I want to say hello to Mike who nominated Bradford City, Charlton Athletic and the original Wimbledon to be in his 20. Uh, Luke Oddie took Hugh's suggestion of geography being a major factor to his absolute extreme by selecting, <laughs> selecting Carlisle and Plymouth. Good luck with that, Listen, everybody. I like the logic of that. I very much like the logic Plymouth of that. Plymouth get really good crowns. But if I had the money to buy a football team, I would buy Leeds. But <laughs> if I couldn't buy Leeds because it was owned already by someone, I would buy Plymouth because there is a, there is a, a massive town of catchment area. Have, have Leeds not already suffered enough of the <laughs> yes. terrible ownership? <laughs> you, what just, are you implying? Just kind of coming in and out of a, you know, third Thursday of the month just to check out Can you imagine the chaos, though, if I ran Leeds? It'd be amazing. <laughs> if you <laughs> tried Absolute to run your life, it's chaos. It really, I can barely manage with a baby but, in the dark. But, but Plymouth, you're absolutely right, which is, which is half of the reason why this whole conversation started way back when over probably the third or fourth pint which is not advised please drink responsibly because as a result of not doing that often you have a conversation that lasts far too many years anybody else to uh, to bring to the conversation because we need to wrap this up now. I think we, we also say not a full. hello to Phil Heil who uh, submitted his 20 teams and said it was uh, based solely on them all moving back to their original stadiums thank you very much to everybody for your contributions I think this is what we're going to go with can we get the trumpets ready for a fanfare we will have in our SPMPL Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, West Ham, Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle, Sunderland, Aston Villa, Nottingham Forest, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Then I think we're all decided that it will be Southampton, Leicester or Derby? Derby. Derby, Swansea, Ipswich and Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Blackburn is how we've decided. And can I just, as one final request, next time you take a conversation that we've had in the pub and blurt it out on the <laughs> podcast, which involves an awful lot of work for me, could you just think twice about it? Thank you, everybody, for getting in touch. <laughs> we finish with an email from a gentleman who would prefer to remain nameless. This is regarding a little thing that I did. Well, actually, Chinch did on the pod um, flippantly, and we suggested that people might want to get in touch. We have not learned our lesson. And that is Chinch, who avoided almost certain death on the M42 slash M40 in his Ford S-Max, which saved his life, um, wondered if anybody would like to write an obituary for him. So this comes in from a mutual friend mm -hmm. who again would prefer to remain uh, nameless and it is this Andy Hinchcliffe a sturdy defender who played seven times for England but never even a half for a manager worthy of the kind of genius that really should have been clear to anyone if you just take a moment and honestly think about how good a player he really was died Saturday after watching his beloved Everton play a short corner that inexplicably wound up in its own half three passes later <laughs> the cause of death was incredulity Hinchcliffe's death was announced by his Seppi's Menu podcast colleagues who spent four minutes on his death but a further eight on a lovely pasta dish that Rory repeatedly mispronounced in his Leeds accented Italian Hinchcliffe was 49 Though he liked to round it up to 50 to make himself sound more distinguished. <laughs> That's very good. That is moving. Yeah, I like that. And with and that, ladies and gentlemen, it's goodbye. We'll be back with another set piece many for you to enjoy very soon indeed.